Welcome to the All Things Performance Podcast, where our goal is to stay hungry, to get better, and to move the meter. My name is Josiah Igano, and whether you're looking to improve physically, to get fed spiritually, or to challenge yourself mentally, we're digging deep to find those gems, and we're going to find them. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's go. Microphone check, one, two. Here we go. Hope everybody's doing well. My name is Josiah Igano. I'm joined again with my good friend, Derek Devine. Derek, how we doing, man? Good. How we doing? Doing really good, man. Good. Doing really good. Going to hit everybody up with some current events today, things that are going on in the world as we know it. And, you know, quite what a bit. Be- you, quite a bit. Quite a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. What better place to start than with the alphabet? A, B, Antonio Brown, man. What you got, man? Let's, get, let's just get right into it, man. Let's just a, get right B. into it. What you got, man? Oh, man. Uh, well, it's fresh. It's new. You know, uh, I mean, again, the dude came out and played well again this year. I mean, <laughs> that's one thing. He is doing well. I mean, it's tough, right? Because there's so many things that you just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it always kind of, uh, it always kind you, you always kind of look at, got to look at a situation like that of if I'm going to say anything on this or have an opinion, you got to be careful because there's so much you just don't see. Yeah. There's so much you're not a part of. Um, I mean, he has seemed to have had some struggles, you know, with the, uh, with the, you know, kind of the current bounce around situation he's been on. But then Mm -hmm. again, too, there's elements that he's saying about this is happening and that's happening. And it's like, you can see, yeah, man, that stuff could be frustrating. Mm -hmm. You know, you come into the end of the year, I know that he's had some, he had issues this year with wanting to make sure that he got his numbers because there was quite a bit of money on the line and you're talking a million dollars. Yeah. Those bonuses add up, bonuses add up, you know, and, um, and so you could see how a guy could get frustrated about that. And you can also see how you're not going to get the whole story from it either. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's always, as they always say, there's, there's always two or three sides to every story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you dig yeah. deep, you might mess around and find a fourth or a fifth. And so, yeah. um, it's one of those things where I don't know, man, I, I, I kind of have like a contrarian take on Antonio Brown. And what I would say is that, man, there is, there is a purity about Antonio Brown that is almost like, it's almost a threat, right? To the organizations that he works with. In what way? What do you mean? When I say purity, what I mean is that he's just going to put it out there. Yeah. Like, this is what it is. Like, y'all want to see some stuff? This, I mean, this is the same dude that was, you know what I'm saying? What, face, Facebook living or Instagram living from the locker room, which is a, a complete no-no. Oh, yeah. But he didn't, he, like, he doesn't care. Like, he's, when, when I say pure, it's yeah. unadulterated. Like, this is what it is. This yeah. is who I am. This is what I'm about. This is what I feel. And so, you know, he's been wrong, you know, and and, kind of like how he's gone about doing certain things. But he's been right in certain regards, too, with some of the things that he has said. Um, And I'm not the judge. Right. So I'm not going to be the one determining whether he plays or not. But I'm telling you, man, like you sign Antonio Brown. If he plays again, hopefully, you know, he'll get that opportunity. Man, you're dealing with a special, interesting, unique breed, bro. Yeah, you are, man. And it's like, it's almost at times like, oh, what, you didn't want people to see this? Yeah. You know, and it's like, uh, you know, I don't know. It's almost like at times <laughs> he's a, he's expecting a franchise like, hey, if you're expecting this from me, I'm expecting this from you. Yeah. And so there's an element of, on my end, I, can, I like it in yeah. a way. It's yeah. like, cause they're, because they should be leading the way in that area. So then let me ask you this. Oh, my gosh. Because I know this is go. kind of a little off script. I don't know if y'all believe this or not. Do you sign him? 
That's a great question. What I would do, this is how I would answer that question. So first of all, talent trumps almost everything when it comes to professional sports, yeah, particularly sure. in for the sure. NFL. And I think that a lot of people uh, would, would, would agree with that. Um, and what I would do is if I was an, a GM interested in Antonio Brown, because in terms of talent, he's one of the best in the league. Like that's hands down. Like that yeah, goes without argue, saying. You can't argue with that. Like that goes without saying. Yeah. Like there's, he performs. Man. He performs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And he seems like he takes. Uh, I mean, I, I find it hard to believe there's there's just so many different individuals out there that aren't dedicated to their craft. Yeah. That are that good. So yeah. so what he's showing too, outside looking in, me not knowing anything about him, mm-hmm. um, is he's he good. is working on his craft yeah. to get better. He's good, man. Yeah. Um, Antonio Brown is a great player. Um, and what I would do is, if I were to, if if I were to sign him, if I was a GM, I would put stipulations in place that protect not only the organization but protect him. And so, um, and when I say protect the organization, like, hey, if we're going to sign you for X amount of money, like, hey, here are the parameters, here are the the rules. If, if these are ever breached you know, in any sense of the word, um, then it's, it's off. And so it looks like those organizations did do that, um, to some extent, but that's kind of how I would do it because it's, it's a volatile, it's a volatile. Cause it's it volatile. Seemed, it seemed like Tampa, Tampa was like, uh, we just wanted to, we didn't, we didn't want to release him when he wanted to be released. Cause we want to make sure everything's okay. Yeah. We yeah. want to make sure he's okay. And, and so on and so forth. So somebody who's been in professional sports, somebody who, who's a doctor, Somebody who has been in in mental health, mental performance, and all those areas, how do you, how would you evaluate him? How would you go about that? Like, would you see that as something where I think he might need an evaluation? Because I think at times it can get spun that way too. You know, the media can do that. Yeah. First of you all, know? yeah. First of all, I will say I. You know, obviously, I don't know Antonio Brown. Um, I am not in. The, I am not in the business of giving diagnoses for for players. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to do that on this on this show. But one of the things that I you know I would do is, um, you know, when it comes to evaluating him. You know, there are certain parameters that I would look at, right? He's like, hey, are you a threat to yourself or to others? You know what I'm saying? As yeah. you know, assess for, you know, certain things, you know, that are extreme. And if that's the case, then we make the, the necessary referral, right? Yeah. Make the necessary referral. Um, I need to make sure that I'm listening non-judgmentally because oftentimes the things that come out first, the, the, you know, you know, top of the mind, tip of the tongue are the things that we need to be paying attention to, right? Um, as coaches, as practitioners uh, and, and down the line yeah like the uh, franchise can never be wrong the players get the problem right well that's yeah, yeah. that's depends on what side of the you know the, the, yeah, the yeah, table yeah. you're sitting on you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah, yeah for sure so for me one of the things that i would do is yeah through those different conversations and behaviors and and, and yeah you know things that you know i've been trained on uh i would make my decisions um after that right yeah, so as, 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 as soon as i assess for you know harm to others harm to oneself I'm listening to hear what's really going on, and if I'm seeing any any discrepancies in what is being said, what is being done, ask some more questions, refer appropriately. And so, um, you know, one thing I will say about the whole mental health thing, right? Because that's a big buzzword right now. Oh yeah, man, he's crazy. Sure. Oh man, oh, you know, yeah. mental health. Oh man, he's he told a, us. He he's broke, told. He had a breakdown. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's told us. He's told. He's like, dog, I ain't got mental mental health issues. And so for me, I have to take his word at you know yeah, for yeah, that. For sure. I, I will take his word sure. on that until proven otherwise. Yeah. And so, um, 
I think that we should be very careful, you know, the media, the public at large should be very careful to diagnose or relegate somebody to a state that they're not. That's yeah, that's good. And so for me, for me, man, like when it comes to these types of situations, like, you know, Simone Biles was a huge one. Naomi Osaka was a huge one. Like, I want to hear from the athletes. Yeah, I don't I don't I who cares about my opinion? Like, I want to hear from the athletes. What do you, what do you, what do you think is going on? What are your takes on this? So that's, that's kind of how I would start. Right. Well, and I definitely think the athlete wants to feel heard. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, that's good. Yeah. yeah. That's real good. Yeah. So I got a question, man. So college, we both played college football. We have a lot of teammates, you know, that we played ball with and a lot of, yeah. know, there's thousands upon thousands of kids playing right now in college athletics. Yeah. The transfer portal. What are some of your thoughts, man, on the transfer portal, man? Wish that was around when I was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Well, it's, it's, I mean, I think a lot of kids before all this took off were stuck, man. Yeah. And I really think that. <laughs> stuck for real. <laughs> for, for real, real for real. real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like they was, you were left with, you were, you were, once you signed on that paper, that, that scholarship, you're owned, man. You're done. Yeah. You know, and oh, if you want to transfer, oh, well, you're going to be losing years. Yeah. So uh, it's it's everything. So the rule before, right, when we played, I don't know how it was, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we played college ball 20 years ago, dude. Yeah. 20 years ago. Right. So you look at it right from when we were coming up. If you're a D1 athlete and you wanted to transfer to another D1 school, you're sitting out for one year. And if you're transferring within conference, you're sitting out two years. If you want to, you know what I'm saying? If you you want to transfer down, right, from D1 to D2, I think you can play immediately. Yeah. Right? And now they got cats in that port like, hey, beat me up, Scotty. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, I play play at Oklahoma State. You know what? (laughs) I think I'm going to go play at USC now. (laughs) You know what? I like what what Michigan's doing. I'm going to go to Michigan. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah. (laughs) And for me, it's like... uh, I mean, the coaches were always on a transfer portal. Oh, no doubt. So, no, uh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because it can get into the whole, should they get paid or should they not get paid? And all of this stuff. And it would be hard for me because I believe the college game has gotten away from what college football used to be where you had a grown man come in to your home, yeah, to your mom, to your dad, to your parents, to your guardian, whoever it was. And, and really say, I'm going to take you at your most important years yeah. as a young man, 18 to 22, 18 to 23, and I'm going to raise you. I'm yeah. going to show you what life is and I'm going to make you, you know, I'm going to help make you a productive man or woman in society. Yeah. And it has completely gotten away from that to the point where it's like, I need another job. Mm-hmm. I need a better job. And to the point where you got coaches making eight, nine, ten million dollars a year. Dude, it's crazy. I won't say any coaches' names on here, but there are coaches right now that are div- division one coaches. Oh yeah, that are getting paid, you know, Buku millions money. from two or more schools, more than professional sports that they fight, they got fired from, or that they left, and they're getting paid. And it's crazy because there were, there was a day and time where athletes were penalized for transferring, but oh, yet yeah. but yet coaches can say, oh. 
I can go and coach at that school and make this much. Hey yeah. guys, let's have a team meeting. Guys, I'm sorry, but I'm out of here. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And then it's just like, wait, what happened to loyalty? What happened to the college pageantry? What happened to all of that? What happened stuff? to you walking in my family room and saying, "Hey, man, we're we're gonna build a franchise around you. We're gonna we're here to do this. We're ready for that. We're it's ready crazy. for this." And it's and that's the thing is, I think they need to they should have put this in a long time ago. Where, yeah, kid, if I get to your school and the promises you told me, yeah, aren't coming to fruition mm-hmm. i'm gone yeah and there should be zero penalty i should be able to go where i want yeah you know 100 percent. it's so. cra- it's crazy man I, I feel like part of this whole transfer portal situation is creating this is creating this world of instant gratification i don't like my situation Yo, so yeah. i'm gone yeah. i don't like the coach i'm gone my coach left me so i'm leaving my you know what i'm saying like yeah. and and yeah it's it, it's there's some good to it yeah but there's also a lot of bad, man. I yeah, mean, there is. What are what? I don't know, man. It's just like, what are some good for this, man? What's some good that's going to come out of this? Well, I, I think there's. Uh, I think that you're going to. Well, shoot, you take a guy like Joe Burrow, transfer portal. Mm-hmm. He was at Ohio State, and just stuff wasn't panning out. Mm-hmm. Goes to LSU, and look where it gets at. So it's yeah. like, so you're going to have those type of Cinderella type stories. Yeah. But there's an element too where. And, uh, you know, I probably could be a little biased because I do think there's negatives, man, of of just sticking out, being part of the team, mm-hmm. finishing strong, working for a spot, compete, competition and mm-hmm. all those things. But there also is an element, man, I got I got five years to play for. Mm-hmm. And why would I sit on the bench for two years when you told me I wasn't going to mm-hmm. when I can go here and play now? Yeah. And so it's like, I, I am always for player on this mm-hmm. because no doubt. that no coach, doubt. I'm sorry, man, you can coach 30, 40 years from now. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, this is potentially, I have four years to try to make a living with this right. and you're preventing me from, you know, putting my best foot forward and doing that. Yeah. I'm always going to be, I'm always going to be for player on that. Yeah. So, so I will say this though, we're talking about. The head coaches, power, like big schools. Yes. Let's not forget that there are hundreds of coaches that are not head coaches that have to sacrifice year in, year out. Yeah. Look, I mean, you and I have good friends who are college coaches oh, yeah. that are taking their family across the country, and it's all dependent some largely with what the head coach is doing or uh, what yeah, they or, yeah. or where they're going and so there's a lot of great coaches out there um, who are making the sacrifices um who are trying to put their family in a great position yes. that that you know this conversation doesn't even really apply to them yes yeah. this, this is applying to you know the big seat the big hat the you know what i'm saying the, yeah, the, the yeah, you know for sure that's you know and it's 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 man it's very uh it's very controversial, man. But yeah. anyway, on to the next topic here. You know, <laughs> there's a certain team that I will not name their name um, that, um, you know, bl- you know, there was some a little there was a little bit of blaming and pointing fingers of, you know, what happened or didn't happen during a certain playoff game. Yeah. And we see this all the time in sports. Right. We yeah. see these big stages. We see referees, umpires sully the end result and my question to you is should a referee should an umpire ever be blamed for a loss (laughs) yeah that's that's tough man because you'll see instances like you know one of the biggest ones that's brought up for uh there's always examples at the end of the year for rule changes Mm -hmm. what about what happened here yeah one of the big ones was a couple years ago 
the Saints were in. Oh my goodness, man. And it was and, the Rams and the Saints. Yeah, the Rams and Saints. And there's no way this wasn't pass interference. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, even if you hated the Saints, yeah. I mean, it was pass interference. It was pass and interference. so it's like, but how do you go back and redo that? Yeah. When that's a Super Bowl. That's no doubt. A trip to the Super Bowl, you know? And yeah. so it's like playoff money, playoff incentives, yeah. bonuses. Like, come on, man. Oh, yeah. And then you start talking about, I mean, you start talking about even like with Drew Brees, one Super Bowl or two. Mm-hmm. I mean, then you're in a different echelon of quarterback. Of course, no and, you doubt. Know, so there's no so doubt. many things riding on that. And, and for me, I think it's a little different with like the NFL because it's like my whole year or my whole career can come down to one game. Yeah. You know, I don't have seven games in the NBA finals or seven games in the major league baseball, you know, playoffs Mm -hmm. to like, oh man, they got us, but don't worry guys. They got to beat us three more times. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing, like, you know, they were getting all over Aaron Rodgers. What's he going to do? He should be doing better. Oh, he's got one Super Bowl in all these years, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's tough, man. When you have one, when you guys like, man, we got one shot to get this. Yeah. One loss and you're out. Yes. Yeah. So football is so final, man. It's so finite. It, it, yeah. It, it, I guess the word, yeah, the word is final. It's so abrupt. You know what I mean? When it, it comes is. to an end, and to have it come to an end because of a bad call or because of you yeah. know a misinterpretation of a rule, you know, you hear a lot of great coaches. They say, oh, you know what? You know, they'll take it for the team. You, and you've heard yeah. the interviews. You know what? We had to play the whole game. There were. Plenty of yeah, plays that's what during you're gonna the game. Get. That's what you're you know gonna what I mean? Get. But we can't leave it in their hands. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. And so my thing is, we all know that players get evaluated. They they get you know there's film study. They get graded. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And it affects their it affects their their you know arbitration and, and free agency. Do they do the same thing for for referees and umpires? Like, is there a grading system where we can know yeah, that I this guy know. is? You know, I think I think they do uh, do, do so in, in, in Major League Baseball to some extent. You know, even if it's behind the scenes. But um, man, like there has to be some type of you know report card or stuff. Yeah, like I would so love that's to the see. Thing. I don't, you know, I don't, I didn't even answer because I don't know. Like, I mean, if I'm the Saints, I'm blaming the ref. Yeah, on, on that one. Oh, buddy. Sorry, bud. I would love to see. You know, you know how they have stats for players. I would yeah. love to see referee stats. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Let's see those stats, man. You know what well, I mean? It's like, how many times have you seen a boxing match or you've seen a fight? And it's like, how'd they score around that way? Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. it's like, in a way, it's kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> There's always that one that's off, right? Always that one. But like, Angelo, yeah. you got it 118. Yeah. You got it 118 to how 100. Did you score that at 10 million? What? what? Yeah, the exactly. Yeah. yeah, man. So, so when you start looking at. Uh, instant replay that, that that tees up the next question for instant replay right yeah you know to what extent does has instant replay improved the game ruined the game and what is this like conflation of human beings versus machine when is too much too much or when is yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean or, or yeah, at yeah, what yeah. point do you let the humans make the the final call and i don't i it's i feel there's been so many benefits to it I mean, it's, uh, I, I mean, you know, the biggest thing they talk about with is how much it slows the game down. Yeah. But it's like, I, there's just so much room for error. Yeah. You know, and so, I mean, I'd love your opinion on that. I, a- I just. Athletes are bigger, faster, stronger. They're more skilled. I mean, you are seeing cat, like, let's talk about yeah. football. You are seeing catches that are made that, I mean, cats are literally, literally dragging, like, their feet 
yeah, inches yeah, in yeah, bounds, yeah. showing control, surviving the catch through the ground. I mean, you have, you know, uh, like catchers, you know, in, in, in baseball who are making, you know, making plays, framing, and umpires are saying no. Like, you know what I'm saying? So there's yeah, exactly. so many, there's so many of these um, objective calls that I, I, I just believe in the pure sense of the word. And when I say I, I said objective, I meant subjective. There's so many subjective calls. I think in the purest sense of the word, human beings and the machines need to work together. Yeah. And the final decision should come. If there's any kind of controversial call, yeah. the final decision needs to be made by a panel of you know what I'm saying? Umpires, referees, who is headed by yeah. a chair, right? Yeah. Using technology, and they make the final decision. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm with that. I love how the NFL has it. Here's the ruling on the field. This yeah. is the ruling on the field. Yeah. Okay, let's let's challenge it. And all right. All, and they're always going to, like, the expert referee. They're always asking, what are you yeah. seeing on this? Yep. Oh, yeah, yep. for sure. So you get, the, you, get the, you get the call. All right, what was the call? All yeah. right, let's look, at the, let's look at the replay. You know what? Gerald was right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The yeah. play stands. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or you yeah. know what? Nah, bro. Like you were way off. Yeah, exactly. Let's reverse that thing, man. Yeah, I come think, on, I, man. I think that I think it's improved the game. Yeah, I I enjoy it. I love yeah. I, lo I love the uh, I love the take there, man. So, yeah. final question. This has been real good, man. Just you know, just stuff that's happening. So I got a question, man. Is your kid good enough? Right? We're talking about those parents who think that their yeah. kid is the next. Randy Johnson, Shaquille O'Neal, Michael Jordan, fill in the blank. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. like, at what point? Yeah. At what point do you have the 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 talk with your kid, or do you stop talking to the coach to try to politic? Like, let's just open it all the way up, man. Just youth sports, parents, their kids. Let's just just open it up, man. Yeah. Take 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 it from there. I think in some areas we're having, a, you know, we're having like a, a, a loss of reality, right? You know, because there's, there, I, I, it's like, first off, kid's eight. Yeah. And he's playing flag football. Yeah. Can he just be eight and play yeah. flag football? Yeah. And let's see where this goes. No, he has to play club. <laughs> we yeah. have to get him to the, the, the 18U, yeah, the, the, yeah. the, the 8U, eight, 9U. Then we have the 10U. And then we're trying to play. I mean, cats over here, like, like literally trying to pimp their kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh, you know, show him. Yeah, I'm not, ooh, man, don't get me started, man. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, I just, uh, and then there's, so there's an element, right, of just natural God-given ability. Like, you can, I can't make myself seven feet tall. Right. It's just, well, like, <laughs> <not play. laughs> like, you're talking not about, <laughs> you're talking about Shaq, you know, who has by far the best agent in the game. Oh my goodness, dude, man. I see that cap more now than when he was yeah, playing. Yeah. But anyway. Shaq is, his, Shaq is probably his best agent, man. Dude, that Shaq, dude is just a walking, hey, walking I'm telling you, he uh, needs to put on a seminar, man, for marketing. Yeah, for Well real. played. But, well, like, you can't just make yourself whatever he is, 7'1", 7'2", 350. Like, and be able to, I mean, I was, I was saw a couple highlights back in the day, you know, where Kobe shot him the alley-oop mm -hmm. against Portland. And mm -hmm. it's like, dude, Shaq's moving. Yeah. You know, some people only remember Shaq, you know, the, the big cactus when he was in Phoenix, you know, but it's like, if you're watching Shaq LA and Miami, I'm just like, I haven't heard anybody say he's just like Shaq. Yeah. Hey, yeah. we got a kid coming out. 
he'll remind you of Shaquille O'Neal. I've never heard that. Right. There's, there's, there's some, to that point, there's just some people who are generational talents. Yes. And I think that every parent wants the best for their child. For every, sure. Every parent wants their child to, you know, to do extremely well. When you start talking about, you know, the children of professional athletes, collegiate coaches and, and athletes, you know, the pressure sometimes is even, you know, insurmountable oh, for yeah. them because it's oh, like, yeah. hey, this is how we did it. This is how, you know, you're my kid. This yeah. is how you need to do it. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, man, some of those kids, man, I've sat down with players, man. They're like, man, I couldn't stand my dad coming back home from, oh, from, yeah. from baseball games, man. I couldn't, I couldn't stand him because it was all, hey, you should have done this. You should have done that. You should have done this. And they have like this unhealthy relationship between, you know, are you my parent? Are you my agent? Yeah. Or are you my coach? Like yeah. what, like what, you know what I'm saying? Do I get a break? Yeah. 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 Can I be a kid? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, but, so, so go ahead, go but ahead. But then you got the element, right, of, of hard work, the weight room. Yeah. You know, proper functional training, you know, uh, so for me, it was like, I was a late bloomer. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I mean, between. My senior year of high school to my senior year in college, I gained almost 60 pounds. Yeah. And so it's like, for me, I needed more time to mature. I needed more time mm -hmm. to grow. And so a lot of times kids are in that environment mm -hmm. where it's like, you know what? Uh, my senior year of high school, I had zero scholarship offers, mm -hmm. you know? And then I worked myself into the point where I was in the National Football League. It's like, and I, the, a lot of that is just continuous mm -hmm. dedication, continuous long hours in the gym, in the weight room, yeah. uh, you know, consistent field work of, of just years and years and years. And I think that adds up to that. Oh, no doubt. You know, and so th it's a fine line though, right? I could go out, I could go all the way to Jamaica. And I could train with Usain Bolt's sprinting coach. Mm -hmm. You are never going to see me in the Olympic 100. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Right? So we got, so we got, so what we got there is a, a thoroughbred and donkey situation. <laughs> You're just it, never going to see me. It ain't going to happen. Just, it's, yeah. it's not, yeah. not going to happen. So how do you separate those two, right? Because Usain Bolt also is just a naturally fast human being. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to tell me he didn't work hard. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's it's crazy because I believe that, you know, a lot of parents, they try, they see this, they see what they were able to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They see what is happening right now on television with athletes. Yeah. And they are trying to, they're trying to like teleport their kid, you know, Johnny, who's 14, they're trying to teleport him into the NBA. And it doesn't work. It doesn't. It doesn't work like that. You yeah, know, I, I, sure. I've had parents say, "Hey, uh, you know, should my kid be doing protein shakes and doing this and doing that and doing this and doing this?" I'm like, "Okay, hold. How old's the kid? Fourteen. Oh, okay. So you know he has ten more years of growing, right? You you, you, you understand this, right? <laughs> yeah. You understand that he's going to exactly. be growing. He's going to be growing for the next ten years. You exactly. you do understand that, right? Exactly. And so it's just like, man, I, I think that there needs to be a healthy uh, educate. There needs to be education. Well, like, my, uh, like real quick too to 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 that point you just made, right. Is like, you got, you got 10 more years yeah. for this kid to work. Right. Like, cause I was such a late bloomer. I, I remember my dad, you know, cause you know, there's all those times where you're working hard and you just not always getting the results you want. Mm -hmm. I remember my dad would come and he's like, Derek, trust me, you, you don't, uh, want to peak in high school. Yeah. 
Trust me, let those <laughs> let those kids be the best player on their high school team. We want to peak down the road. And for me, yeah. it was like I held on to that because it yeah. was like for me, it's like isn't the end goal the NFL? Okay, yes. Yeah. So then you can have your Letterman's jacket, and and, and you know, got to get that Letterman's and, jacket. You know, you can you can have that in high school. And so that's the thing. Like we got time, right? You got ten yeah. years, and so that yeah. always helped me. It's like the kid. It's like the kid on the basketball court when we were growing up that had the full blown mustache. <laughs> He was big, he was bigger than everybody, yeah. and we sitting here like, yeah. "Dang man, man like, I, want here, that, I want that beard." Bro. Hey, he yeah. over here crossing us up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Just, exactly. You know, I'm like, "Dang man," but or then, you'd go into middle school and every single girl was six inches taller than you. Yeah, You're like, yeah, man, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. So there's an element. Yeah. There's an element of, "Hey man, just just be patient." You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's it's you it, got time. It, it, you got time, man. Yeah. Um, and so, what, but, well, well, but let me ask you though. Yeah. Okay. So then, so the, to educate some people out there, how can you properly evaluate? Like, you know, 14, there's a big difference between 14 and 24. Right. Right. But there is an element when you start maturing as a young man, 17, mm-hmm. 18 years old, you're at a place where you can completely be getting after it in the gym. Mm-hmm. Testosterone's running. Like, mm-hmm. you're at a place, you know, like, I always think it's funny when kids 12, it's like, yeah, we need to get them in the gym. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you don't. You need yeah. to relax. But like, yeah. okay, so how do you find out what am I capable of? Yeah. Because it's not like they just went and took some slow guy and Usain Bolt and made him fast. It no. was like, there was no. a natural. So how do you find out your true potential while still saying, hey, you know what? Hard work. Because I had plenty of people say, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you just don't got it, man. Yeah. And hard work and dedication in the weight room and, and proper training techniques took me a long way yeah so how do you how do you get through all of the noise on that for an athlete you just you're asking me how do i get through all the noise on that for an athlete who um is trying to yeah like how do you find out their potential okay what are they capable of yeah you know what i mean like hey you need this this and this and that's going to help you accelerate to this goal no doubt so that's a great question so everybody is different i'm going to start there like every human body is different yes you know uh sometimes a lot of the times you know human potential human performance um to you know to to all extents are determined or heavily influenced by mommy and daddy who your mom and dad were you know or are um and so (laughs) when you start having like you know uh red muscle fiber white muscle fiber quick twitch slow twitch and all the the, you know the the twitches in between you know what i'm saying it's one of those things where you start to see like okay like this person is an explosive athlete yes this person is you know not as explosive, but they have high endurance. Yeah. Right. Man, I, there are some countries who actually, and I know it's not legal, but they actually will blood test and do all kinds of intense testing to find out who their Olympians are going to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things where you start to see uh, these characteristics even played out in childhood. Charlie Francis, who, if you've never gotten a chance to read Charlie Francis work, I highly encourage that you read it, uh, uh, read his work because he was before his time. He was a brilliant mind. He even goes uh, to the extent of saying that when you look at, you know, small children who have like an explosive personality, that's a sign of like explosive drive power. And they'll typically make good sprinters because it's a reflection of the nervous system. You see what I'm saying? And okay. so, and so um, when you start looking at, you know, uh, uh, young athletes as they're evolving, as they're, as they're growing, they will start to take to certain things. You know what I'm saying? Some of them just love, like my little daughter, Elise, loves running. 
She sprints. She's so fast. She's so athletic. She loves gymnastics. She loves soccer. She loves running. She loves yeah, soccer. Yeah. Whereas there's some kids who are just real chill. They love running long distances. Yeah, yeah, They're not necessarily explosive. They don't like jumping. They don't like, you know, racing for speed, but yeah. they can run all day long. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. when you start looking at what the child is taking towards, then what you do is you start feeding that. You start feeding that. You start putting coaches around them. Oh, you, you, you got a good arm. Let's develop that. You like throwing the ball? You want to be a pitcher? You want to be a quarterback? Yeah, 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 you know what I'm sure. saying? For sure. You start to see their, you know, their innate talents come out, and then you start developing it. You know what yeah. I mean? So to your question, as far as talent identification, what you need to start doing and looking for, every body, every human body is different, and every human body is special. And once you start to see those redeemable qualities, start feeding it, man. Yeah, yeah, start yeah. feeding it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Start feeding it. Let your play, let your, and, and, and parents, let your kids play multiple sports for crying out loud. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let them yeah, play it's multiple really sports. Out of that lately. Yeah. Let yeah. them play multiple sports, man, because this specialization nonsense, it only, the research is, is, is out there it's not good. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's not good, especially when they're young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then when would you suggest focusing on one sport? That's a great question. Um, you know, for me, I think that that is answered when you, it, it, when you have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Every player is going to have to make a decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Hey, we got you on, you know, I, I, I know uh, I have friends who were two sport athletes in college. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you had guys who were, you know, you had friends who were, you know, uh, two sport athletes in college. Mm-hmm. And so it's like the one coach is saying, hey, you can do this or you can do that, but you ain't doing both. Mm-hmm. And whereas some programs are like, hey, you can do both. And yeah. I think that everybody will know when that time is because it's like, hey, this is what you need to do. I'm like, yeah. all right, do it. Yeah, definitely. You know, and, yeah, and that, that 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 decision is you know um, so it's very not personal. In sixth grade, definitely not in sixth grade. <laughs> yeah, definitely not in sixth yeah, grade. Sure. Man. Any coach who is withholding a player from playing multiple sports when they're that young, yeah. that coach is selfish, man. Yeah, that coach is thinking about him or herself for sure. Because any good yeah. coach will know, knows that you know what I'm going to do whatever I can to keep this guy yeah. or to keep this this young lady. But if they want to play other sports, like as long as, you know what I'm saying, they're being safe, like, okay. Yeah. But if they're trying to hold on to them like that, that's selfishness in my opinion, man. Yeah, I'm with that. Hey, man, good talk, man. Good talk, man. What else you got, man? What do you got for the playoffs? Oof. Playoffs? Playoffs? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Man, I got, got, hey, man, I told you, what did I tell you? I said that Bill's Chiefs game was going to be the best game of yeah. the playoffs. As far as I'm concerned, man, they need to put the Bills back in the playoffs. That's somewhere crazy. else. You know what I mean? Like they, they played. So, how do you have a team play so well, and then and then they just going home? Like, he didn't even get the ball, man. Josh uh, Allen didn't I even know. get the touch they the rock. To, they, they ain't figured out that over time. It needs down. it. Listen, I love the rule, right? In the pre in, in the um, regular season, right? Regular season. We want to preserve, you know, snaps. We want to preserve bodies. Yeah. Regular season, like, listen, man, you get the ball once, we get the ball once. If we score first on the touchdown, it's over. Like, I like that. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes down to the playoffs, you got to, dude, you got to play the whole, my, this, is my, this is my vote. You got to play the whole quarter, dude. 
Man, as, as the way quarter. I looked at it, the Chiefs won the won the toss. I said it's a wrap. Yeah, because both those offenses were going so good. Yeah, if the Bills would, it was a touchdown. Yeah, I mean it was, and so that's tough, man. Like I would have a hard time. I thought I thought Josh Allen was phenomenal, man. It was like what an incredible game he played. Absolutely, it would be so hard to play that type of game and go home. It's I know, it's, man. That's tough, I know. man, because it's like. I just you got to let them play the whole quarter. Yeah. And if it's tied at the end of the quarter, you play another one. Yeah. For you sure. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But let them play. Not, not, not none of this sudden death stuff. Like, no, let them play the whole quarter. I like the uh, I like the college overtime, though. The college overtime? Yeah, because it's I mean, I like it because you just always in a red zone. You just never know what's going to happen. But, I like that. But even in the college, I, I like it. But this is the thing I'll say in the college is that, you know, it's still one of those things where it's like. Let them like time needs to be, yeah, yeah. Like, there's something special when you have a time element, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, okay, tick, 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 tick. Well, you tick, saw tick. that in that one, it's like 15 seconds, they're burnt, yeah, and that's two plays, poop, poop. And it's I'm saying, man, Google. like, they you if they go back to, I think, you know, that's how it used to be back in the day. If you go back and you just play it all out, I yeah. think you have a different, different, yeah, for sure, outcome, man, yeah, so. Once again, this is Josiah Igano and Derek Devine on the All Things Performance Podcast. Please send in any questions, uh, any topics that you want us to hit on. Hope you guys are having a tremendous day. God bless you, and we'll talk to you soon. Definitely. If you like the idea of more people hearing this podcast, please take a moment to rate and review us, because in doing so, you actually put All Things Performance in front of more ears and in front of more eyeballs and people will actually know that we exist so uh, we'd love if you did that uh, you can follow all things performance on facebook instagram and all of the social media channels until next time god bless you take care of yourself and we'll talk to you soon